Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got tons to get to. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster as well as Superbook Sports. Got a ton of crazy headlines to get into. But real quick, before we do, I got to catch you up. My kids had all of last week off, which is great, but kind of fucks up a lot of shit. It kind of does. Love them to pieces, but Jesus. But anyway, so it was like Friday night. I had gone to the dollar store with my kids, and we got a bunch of random snacks, and we were going to do a movie night. So why not? So my daughter is eating some, like, spicy chips, kind of like spicy Doritos, right? And I was like, okay, it's time for bed. Go upstairs, brush your teeth. And she hands me her bowl of Doritos, and she said, uh, I can't eat anymore anyway. My stomach's full. And she goes upstairs. Well, I eat one of those chips because that's the dad tax. If you're a parent, anytime you are around your kids and they have snacks, you are fully licensed to take some of that snack, whatever it is, whatever treat it is. It's fine. Whether it's French fries, chips, whatever, candy, you got the parent tax. Anyway, so I capitalized on that my daughter's upstairs brushing her teeth i grab one of the chips put it in my mouth and i'm like what the fuck are you kidding me disgusting still ate it i'll tell you why it was disgusting in a second so i go upstairs and i'm giving her a look she's like wait dad you didn't eat any of those those chips did you i said yes aria i did and she said well uh, i just want you to know I licked them all, top to bottom, for security reasons. Because they like to do security reasons like, hey, uh, I'm licking this so nobody else will eat it, okay? Well, she did that. I said, well, you should have told me because, yes, I did eat it, and it was soggy. And what good security if you don't tell tell me that you put security on it? I can't tell by looking at it. It was all mushy. When I put that chip in my mouth, that my daughter didn't bother to tell me that she licked from top to bottom. It was so soft and squishy, but I still ate it. Oh, God. I I still, like, have that in my mind of, like, why did you eat it? Why didn't you just spit it out? I should have. I should have. It's disgusting. Very ashamed of myself. (laughs) Very ashamed. Uh, I feel about shame. 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 (laughs) <laughs> so gross fucking kids uh she's lucky she's cute <laughs> anyway let's get into some headlines let's go let's go and now here are the headlines <laughs> dolly parton is still hot okay that's not really relevant to the story but i just wanted to bring that up i was uh i, I saw this where it's the queen of country music is Dolly Parton. And on the article, it was a picture of her. And I was like, she's like almost 80 years old, and she's still smoking hot. Like, come on. Like, really? Pretty damn good looking. But anyway, the reason why I bring that up is she's supporting Beyonce. Because Beyonce is making the crossover to country music. And I, I, I don't see what the big deal is. But there's some people that are like anti Beyonce coming into the country world like who gives a shit and her first 
single, Texas Hold'em, is like number one on the Billboard Hot Country. So good for her. And the fact that Beyonce is uh, being endorsed by Dolly Parton, come on, man. That's what music is. This is what Dolly came out and said. She said, I'm a big fan of Beyonce and very excited that she's done a country album. So congratulations on your Billboard Hot Country number one single. Can't wait to hear the full album. That's what she said on Instagram, which is pretty impressive that Dolly Parton is on Instagram. In my mind, I like to think that it's actually her, but I imagine she has a team of, of some sort that is just like doing it for her. Because let's be honest, she's old. And old people sometimes, you know, you just can't work technology. You're just like, uh, I don't know. I was somewhere the other day and they're like, wow, he's supposed to go to a website, but he couldn't figure out how the website works. So we're just going to have to do it the old school and write stuff down. I'm like, are you fucking serious? What the hell's going on here? So I don't know what, what you feel about Beyonce going into country music. I don't see the big deal with it. If it's, if it's good, that's all that matters. The proof's in the pudding, okay? She has a whole album out. Do you guys forget that Taylor Swift used to be country, now she's pop? Darius Rucker used to be rock. I guess that would be rock with um, Hootie and the Blowfish. Then he went solo, and now he's country. That shit happens all the time. It's no big deal. My favorite artist, Garth Brooks. One of the best box sets that you can buy is a box set called Blame It On My Roots. My Roots, excuse me. Which is a line from Friends in Low Places. But the, the idea of the whole box set is they're all songs that influenced his musical career. Whether it's like R&B, whether it's rock, they're all on there. And it's him singing the songs. And he doesn't try to make it his own. He just essentially does a tribute to that artist or that band by singing the song and doing it as they did it, as far as the instruments are the same. It's, it's really neat, and it really shows you his vocal range, especially when he sings Queen's Somebody to Love. And when you listen to that song, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> like, he's no Freddie Mercury, but dang, it, it was impressive. And there's a lot of songs on that. I love that. Also, real quick, another great album by Garth Brooks that everybody bags on is In the Life of Chris Gaines, which was supposed to be for a movie, then the movie got canceled too bad they already were trying to be creative and send out the the uh, soundtrack before the movie. And then Garth ends up, ends up with egg on his face looking like he's going through a midlife crisis. What, it was for a movie that got canceled? Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, my God. It's a good album, though. And if you, if I don't know anybody that's listened to it that hates it. It's usually the people that want to bag on it that hate on it. That they're just like, oh, that's horrible. But they've never actually listened to it. So listen to it. Tell me tell me it's good or bad. Then I can somewhat respect your opinion. Someone stole an Arvada, Colorado couple's tree from their front yard. Like they were out. They, 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 they were either out for the day or they were 
because they're in the process of moving. Long and short, they're gone for a significant amount of time, like a day or something like that. They come back home, and the tree's gone. They had a tree in their front yard, and then they come home or back to that house that they're trying to sell, and it's gone. Nobody knows why or how it happened. How do you live in a neighborhood and nobody notices a big tree? They don't say how big it was, but it was significant size that it all of a sudden just disappears. I call bullshit on the neighbors. Somebody had something to do with this. That old man, old man Carl down the street. Oh, he hates their leaves blowing in their in his yard. Fucking Carl. How does that happen? How does that happen? Now, I'm reading the article, and quote-unquote tree experts and, and people that do tree removal, they say that it's, it's not very likely that somebody got the orders to do a tree removal and went to the wrong tree because they do their due diligence. I'm just saying if I was a tree removal company and I accidentally removed the wrong tree, that's what I would say too. I'm not saying they did it. I'm just saying that's what I would say. Be like, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I never heard of that before. Keep going, guys. Well, I'm busy. Got to go. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's crazy to me. I don't see how that could happen. It, it seems like maybe one of the neighbors had something to do with it. Because, one, how, do, how does nobody hear that going on? And that there's a tree being removed. That's that's bizarre. I, I can't wait to hear the update on this and be like, okay, it, it was the neighbor. He was tired of the sap dripping onto his car. Some stupid shit like that. Then they search his house and he's like, you know, got a you know sex swing in the basement. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Again, I don't know how they reinforce those <laughs> those sex swings. Uh, anyway, commercial jet airliners have a range of cruising speeds, but most fly at speeds between Mach 0.74 and Mach 0.85, which is 480 miles per hour to 575 miles an hour. Yeah, everybody knows that, right? Come on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, everybody knows it's with that 480 to 575 miles an hour. <laughs> but several flights recently reached ungodly speeds. This is according to the New York Post during their flights due to a record-breaking wind that occurred during the mid-Atlantic region. And most notably, a flight departing Philly headed to Qatar, reached nearly 840 miles per hour, the fastest recorded plane to fly over the weekend. Because there was others that reached somewhat similar speeds. A flight from Washington Dulles going to London reportedly went right around 802 miles per hour. By the way, that flight got there 45 minutes early. Could you imagine if it showed up on time or a little bit late? Be like... How fuck you doing dude oh sorry i was late uh we had to make some detours over the atlantic well looking at your flight pattern it's because you were drawing a penis with your flight pattern <laughs> yeah it's a good one though it's a good one 
I know. Look at the details. You even did the ball hairs. <laughs> anyway, uh, another flight from New York City to Portugal was, re- was reported going right around 835 miles per hour. Here's why that's significant. The speed of sound can vary. Oh, I got to say this in science guy voice. Uh, the speed of sound can vary from 660 miles per hour and uh, 790 miles per hour, depending on altitude and uh, temperatures. Like everybody knows that. Everybody does, right? <laughs> now, now, while that's fascinating, Jeff Bardelli, he's a Tampa chief meteorologist and climate specialist, he chimed in on this. He's also have a Bachelor of Science of Atmospheric Sciences at Cornell. Well, super nerd, right? This is what he tweeted out. 835 miles per hour is faster than the speed of sound, which is right around 767 miles per hour. So did it break the sound barrier? No. The plane is embedded in 200 miles per hour plus wind. So it's traveling with the wind, and thus the plane itself does not actually travel greater than 767 miles per hour relative to the environment it's in. What a nerd. You know what I think? I think you're just bullshitting everybody because you just said a bunch of words with your fancy Cornell degree. I call bullshit. (laughs) I don't think I've used that alarm on this show before. I love this alarm. I built this from scratch. Do you like that? You can hear the plops. Kind of like the words coming out of Jeff Bardelli's Twitter fingers. I don't I don't get that. I need Neil deGrasse Tyson to describe that to me because that doesn't make any sense to me. They still traveled that fast. So I'm guessing what he's trying to say is in interior-wise, they were fine. I don't know. I don't know. Is it kind of like they're basically in a river? I, I don't know. I, I I have no fucking clue. I'm an idiot. Do you guys get that? Makes zero sense to me. But you can use that at at the water cooler and, you know, pick up on whoever is in your work, you know, on your work team. Be like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but as you're smoking inside next to the coffee machine, you're not supposed to smoke in here. This is a smoke-free environment. Sorry. These are candy cigarettes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we got more headlines coming your way, including the mailbag is wide open. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, amazing barbecue. I love this place. So good. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze. Follow them on social media, at Sugar Fire Westie. Just so good. Every day, Chef Clint and his crew love to post their their daily specials. And it's just jaw-dropping because they always have pictures. Sometimes they'll add videos and stuff like that. It's so good. Whether it's uh, like beef brisket, pulled pork, smoked turkey. They got baby back ribs that are so good. Sausage, chicken wings, pulled chicken. Oh, my God. I just go on and on. Burgers. They're so good over at Sugar Fire. And you got to go in there. I was over there this weekend with the kids. And my daughter got her her class. She always gets a turkey sandwich. They have like a kid's meal. And that's what she got. It was so good. She, that's her jam. She loves it. But 
It's so good. And, and not only the entrees, but the specialty sides like brisket chili, Brussels and sweet chili, hash brown casserole, red hot cinnamon applesauce, smash loaded potatoes, brisket mac and cheese. Yes, please. Tater tots, super slaw, broccoli ranch salad, cucumber salad, and of course, the fried pickles. The fried pickles are amazing. You go in there, you're going to love it. Don't forget about their sauces. Each, uh, each table has their sauces set out. St. Louis sweet, Texas hot. They got coffee. They got Carolina mustard and white barbecue. All are amazing. Sugar Fire in Westminster, by far uh, my favorite barbecue joint in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly. Like I said, I take my family there all the time. It's also a great place for date night or even catering for those special family events like weddings, birthdays, whatever. And you can even cater for your office. Maybe you got a big meeting coming up. You want to impress. That's where you call Sugar Fire in Westminster to help you out. So go ahead and check out Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze. If you want to check out their catering, check out their website, sugarfiresmokehouse.com. Again, sugarfiresmokehouse.com. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. On Friday of last week, we got a flashback from a year ago. There was a balloon, a weather balloon up in the sky hovering over Colorado and and Utah. And it made the U.S. government scramble some jets to go check it out. Like last year, where we had jets shooting down these balloons, most of which were nothing. But one, one was something, and they're like, let's just see how far it goes. (laughs) Wait, but it's doing something. I know. I know. Okay. (laughs) All right. Doesn't seem like the smartest idea, but hey, here we are. But it turns out this one was just a hobbyist balloon. Some dude who likes to blow up these big weather balloon type things and whatever, let it go up there. They figured out that it wasn't actually motorized in any way, so... I guess they just let it be. They didn't say if they shot it down. I don't know if they shot it down or not. But either way, it was no harm. It's it's a little bit of a joke now. Just fucking blow it up. And I don't want you to I don't want the government government to shoot like a missile that costs like a million dollars at one of these balloons again. Because that's that's fucking stupid. But I mean, come on, just shoot everything down. We'll be good. Just ask questions later, okay? (laughs) That being said, this is what I would love to see. Can we put, I'm not saying do this, but if you did it, uh, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be mad, okay? If somebody wants to get one of those big old weather balloons and then put a Duff Uncensored logo on the side, okay? Maybe put the QR code, right? So if you're looking at it, it's going to be like, oh, it says... There's a website I can go to, and then it takes you to the show. Anyway, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Do that. Have that go up there. Cause a ruckus. They, they, you know, scramble the F-16s. And then we get it on video of my logo being blown up by a missile. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> don't do it, guys. Do not do it. Because I don't want the government knocking on my door going, what the hell, man? Why'd you do this? There's like 20 balloons out there with your logo on it. 
Nah, that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. First of all, I'm not adding one penny into that <laughs> to that process. You guys do it. It's all on your dime. It's all on your dime, okay? I'm a cheap bastard. And that's just the truth. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, here's something that just bugs the snot out of me. When somebody does something wrong, then they act like it's somebody else's fault. A teen was suspended from his $20,000 a year school after soaking a group of people with milk during a boat ride. So you spray people with milk, and then the school finds out about it, and then you get suspended. How's that anybody else's fault? Well, now he's blaming the police, and he's all bitching and complaining, saying how they've ruined his life in his future career. Dude, that's on you, right? That's nobody's fault other than your own. You can't sit there and do something that's wrong and then you get in trouble for it. And, and then there's there's a consequence for, for that. And then be like, well, you guys ruined my life. You're the one that did it. You dumb shit. My God, it's pretty simple that you're a moron. <laughs> right, as always. Uh-huh. Even Ken knows. <laughs> if you've seen the movie Barbie, it's hilarious. Ken is, is phenomenal. And who is that? Ryan Gosling. It's funny. When that movie f first was rumored, I thought it was going to be bad for both of them. I did. I honestly, I was like, that's fucking stupid. But I got to admit, it's not bad. There's a few moments where you're like, okay, you're trying to force an agenda. But overall, overall, I think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> right as always. Ah, <laughs> oh, this kid though. Like seriously, you you did something wrong. You were being a little asshole, and then you get in trouble, and now you're pointing the finger at everybody else. Quit being a little spoiled little cunt. C word alert. C word alert. That's on me. Sorry guys, forgot about the C word alert. <laughs> All right. Ooh, awkward. But anyway, what a, what a dumbass. That that's society now. You're like, "What? I'm in trouble." No. Uh-uh. Can I just go to timeout and be good? No. You know what we need to do right now? Jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Josh. He said, should fans be able to storm the court or field after a big win? A Duke player was hurt the other day after the after a fan ran into them on the court. Uh, I was actually listening to Schlereth and Evans this morning, Josh, about and they were talking about this, and I thought it was pretty interesting the the takes that they had on it. One, like Mike Evans was saying, it's 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 one of those things where it's kind of watered down now. Fans have done it so much, it's lost its appeal. It's lost its meaning. Before, like when this shit first started, if fans stormed the court or the field, it meant it was like a big win, whether the team wasn't supposed to win or maybe this was putting them into the tournament or, or something or championship, that there was, there was meaning behind it. Now it's just like every freaking win, it seems like you're storming the court. Oh, it was a close game at the end, and we won. Oh, let's storm the court. 
it's ridiculous. Then, like on f- at football games, they, they're always knocking down the stupid um, field goal posts. I, I I think that's ridiculous. It's stupid. Don't like it. Now that being said, the Duke player got hurt. I don't I, I don't think he's horribly hurt, especially because he's a basketball player. And let's be honest. Sorry, guys. There's a lot of basketball players. Not all of them, but there's a lot of basketball players. LeBron. They're a warm bag of butter. That's it. It's like it's not even in a tub. It's in like this plastic bag they used to get from the grocery store. And it's all warm and gooey. That's what they are. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's disgusting. <laughs> that, that's the way they are. So I don't know. But. Mark Schlereth brought something up that was pretty fucking funny. He brought up some old school football player that a fan went out onto the field and this player just like cold cocked him, cold cocked the fan, knocked him out. And the coach is like, why'd you do that? You shouldn't have done that. And he said he was breaking the rules, (laughs) something like that. And, and, you know, tongue in cheek, but somewhat serious. Schlereth is like, you know, maybe that's what needs to happen is the players need to throw down, defend the court, defend the field. I kind of get that, but I'm, I'm a stickler for the rules. Like I, I, I've never stormed the field, never stormed the court. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm as somebody that worked in the media, I respect the field. I respect the court and I, I don't, I, I have zero interest in it. Maybe you've done it, but you're a horrible person. <laughs> I, I just don't see the appeal of storming the court. I, I don't get it. And listen, when you step onto the court, you step on the field, you're, you're putting yourself in, in, in risk's way. And if players decide they want to defend the court, they clock you. <laughs> hey, it might be more interesting. Let's be honest. Hey, storm the court. Yeah, it's fine. Player, it's going to be a giant fucking brawl at the end. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Quack. It's like a big old, like, you know, brawl. I, I just, I, I don't see why they allow it to happen. I think if anything, you're, you're opening yourself up to potential lawsuits as the, at the university. If, fans and or players or coaches get injured because of this right so make it mandatory that they can't and if they do arrest them arrest them i don't know do something put up you know glass like you know hockey like have the glass all the way around it's like you guys did this you're mad because now you got this like you know line in your eye in your uh side of line eye eye line whatever <laughs> that's on you that's you guys that decided you want to jump jump on the court i don't know i i just don't i don't get i don't get what the big deal is about running on the court don't do it you see those guys that try to streak guess what they get usually leveled by security can't be mad at the security guy. Although sometimes it feels like that they're trying to take out their aggressions because they never made it pro. <laughs> they're like, I'm going to fucking lower my shoulder and drill this motherfucker. And guess what? They'll be famous on, on sports center for a day, but 
I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, if you've ever stormed the court or the field and you think it, there's no big deal, let me know. DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at DeHuffPodcast. I've never done it. I don't see what the big deal, the, the big hubbub is about doing it. It's like, wow, yeah, I'm on the court. Whee. I posted this on Facebook. Don't yuck my yum. What's something you enjoy but others can't stand? Me personally, before I get into a bunch of the listeners, is I love Braunschweiger. That's that liver spread. Oh, it's so freaking good. You put that on toast and then maybe a little bit of yellow mustard. Oh, it's so freaking delicious. I love Braunschweiger. My brother and I love that stuff. And my son eats it too. My daughter and my wife hate it. They, they hate the smell. If we eat it, we have to go brush our teeth immediately after. And we can't sit near my wife because she's like, it stinks. <laughs> but I love it. It's so good. So I wanted to know what's, what are some more, you know, yums that other people yuck on. And there's quite a bit. I'm, I was very surprised. Steven wrote anchovies on my pepperoni pizza. I've never had anchovies on a pizza. I think if I'm going to eat anchovies, I guess that would be the way to go because it kind of mixes in with everything. But I've had, what is it, anchovies or sardines? Are those the same thing? I, I think they are, roughly. But I've, I've had those by themselves. It's disgusting. In fact, a lot of people, like Linda, she said anchovies. A lot of people were going through saying anchovies or sardines. And I, apparently a lot of people love that. Rick said, being in a police lineup. <laughs> you like it, but nobody else does. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Jason, my guitar playing. <laughs> Kelly, toenails. What the fuck? Kelly? <laughs> so gross. Scott wrote, Kimichi. I've had Kimichi before. It's not bad. Rick said, pro wrestling. You like it, but most adults don't. Okay, it's for kids, children that are oblivious to reality. I'm surprised the amount of people that are really into pro wrestling that are adults. So I know you're kind of joking, Rick, that you like pro wrestling, but there's a lot of grown-ass men that like WWE, and I, I don't get it. Don't get it. Paul. Paul wrote peanut butter and mayo sandwich. Paul is not the only one that said that. That is bizarre to me. I kind of want to try it. My wife said peeps and spam. I love spam. Spam is delicious. You thinly slice that up, grill it up like, like bacon. Oh, so good. You can do a, a BLT, but instead of bacon, you use spam. SLT. So good. So good. Peeps are disgusting. Horrible. Horrible product. I don't get why people like peeps. So gross. In fact, Ruth Ann said black licorice jelly beans. I would, I would say black licorice is the same as peeps. Just horrible. Horrible. Oma said chicken livers fried or pate. Yes, I could see that. That sounds actually kind of good, Oma. Holly said crunchy peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. See, that's just bizarre. I don't do crunchy peanut butter. It's just don't think that that's <laughs> what a sane person would eat. 
I, I think I say, I'm going to say this person's name right. Uh, Winard said, Biltong, it's South African jerky, and they put a picture with it. It looks delicious. Yeah, I'm all, listen, if it's meat, it's for me. I love that. I love jerky. I love just well-marinated meat. One of my favorite types of food is uh, a Jamaican food. Oh, I love Jamaican food. Daniel wrote in pickled quail eggs. I've never had a pickled egg, period. I kind of want to try it, but then I don't. Sounds horrible. David wrote Romano cheese. Greg said liver and onions. I could eat liver and onions. I'm all for that. Robert said me. <laughs> Nobody else likes you, Robert. Nobody. Scott wrote loot fisk. I had to look that up, and I, 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 I go ahead and Google it. Loot, L-U-T-E, fisk. Look that up. It looks disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It does. Tim, garlic in the morning. I love gar garlic bread. Garlic toast with uh, butter, salt, and like I said, garlic powder, and then put some eggs on top. Oh, it's fucking delicious. Frank Zappa. Who hates Frank Zappa? One of the greatest songs ever. Why does it burn when I pee? <laughs> Such a great song. Such a great song. Hey, if you guys want to interact with the show, I love it when you do. Follow me on social media, at DeHuff Podcast, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or even X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I'm also on uh, YouTube. I don't do much on YouTube, but I need to. But I'm more active on Instagram, Facebook, and, and X. So thank you guys so much for uh, joining the show. But real quick, we're changing the game. Win some money this season with uh, Superbook Sports. The most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use promo code MILEHIGH, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250. Bucks, as long as you use that promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead, go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app. Enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Uh, have an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Make sure you hit subscribe and give it a nice review if you're able. Thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.